What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and as always, most of all, happy podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. This is Motivation Monday. We're here to get you fired up, to expand your thinking, and to give you tools you can use to implement in your week to succeed in your fitness, health, and happiness. As always, we like to kick these episodes off with one of the most powerful quotes we've found this week, and I'm going to go ahead and let Kyle kick us off here. Yeah, so I'm going to jump right into my quote, and uh, basically it was from Dr. Uh, Kenneth Cooper, and he had said, we do not stop exercising because we grow old, we grow old because we stop exercising, and I just think this is such a powerful quote, and uh, you know, just, I don't know, you know, shout out to anyone who continuously exercises, and like, it's just, it, for me personally, I think it's one of those things that like, everybody should be doing obviously you know as an online coach and you know personal trainer um it's something that i'm very passionate about but i just think a lot of times like you hear these different things and just where people you know kind of end up getting injured or just like you know become out of shape or just don't end up having energy and like feeling you know not as great but i do believe that exercise is a solution to everything um you know not everything but i'd say a good chunk of it is once we start to incorporate that and especially as you know we get older and everything like that and you know just things kind of get a bit tougher shoulders get a little bit weaker and everything whatever the situation is i truly believe that exercising will help so much of that you know and uh i'm just so passionate about it so that's why i wanted to share this with everyone today absolutely banger of a quote there and you know that's the thing right at the end of the day even i was listening to a podcast and i loved it he was just talking about the formula of how when we work more you know we see more results then we're more driven to work more right like it can go both ways when you get demotivated and you let your body kind of do its thing in age and you start to feel worse and then you may use that as an excuse to work out less and before you know it you're not in there you're aching and you're not feeling good right whereas if you could do the opposite and you know you can just try to stay young and try to keep moving keep having that excitement and that energy towards everything you know it goes such a long way so i thought that was absolutely awesome you know i've said it's a personal goal of me to make no excuses and i know life will just get harder and harder as i get older and there'll be more obstacles but i just understand also that i need to have my level of effort meet that challenge right and because of that i'll feel better look better and be able to keep producing and it's awesome too you know whenever i can and i see someone that is a little bit older that's still killing it you know we were even in the gym the other day there was an uh more uh, a woman with gray hair and i don't know how old she was but i think she was pulling like two plates and like 275 or something it's crazy probably weighed like a buck 20 it was absolutely nuts and like stuff like that just fires me up and always ask them like you know tips and mindset adherence and you know, most of them say hey just keep showing it up keep getting it done so thought that was absolutely fantastic and i think it bridges really nicely into my quote and my quote for this week is people ask me what's my secret I answer, I keep working even when no one is looking, right? It's real easy to get inspired when everyone's looking, seeing what you're doing, but it's those decisions when no one's going to know what you've done, where, you know, no one's going to know if you got up early and got it done, or you did that extra set, or you did all these different things. So I think that's a really cool secret, right? Like if you're just dependent on doing it because other people are watching or only going to the gym when your friends go or all these different things, you know, when you just keep doing it day in and day out, right? Like even all the time, it's just easy to judge someone by like what they post or do but you know a lot of people are in the shadows just hustling getting after it right and then it looks like all of a sudden overnight they've realized all this success but it's just these small things and just doing it day in day out you know sticking to your goals sticking to your plans making sure like i said that your action and your level of effort matches your goals right because if we have crazy ambitious goals and we're not exercising that focus and that effort you know we're, we're just ultimately hurting ourselves and we're really limiting ourselves there 
Dude, that's such a good quote. I uh, just was taking a sip of my coffee there. But um, honestly, just, yeah, like it, it's such a powerful thing. Like even just in one of the motivational videos and speeches that I always listen to, like it's so easy to just like, I know so many people are like, I'm going to go to the gym this many times this week. Like it's so easy to kind of just have this like, you know, just like these goals and like when like everything, the per- situation's perfect and you're in a comfy chair and you know, you got your feet up and everything to say you're going to do something. But you know, like not only like when the time gets tough and you're actually like pressed to do that, but also like, just like, it's just at the end of the day, like looking at yourself and being like, Hey, did I show up for myself or did I not? And like Josh said, like, you know, just, it's so easy in the gym to be like, Oh, people are looking, I'm going to do some extra sets, extra reps. But until you can just start to do it for yourself and just be like, Hey, this is like, this is what I'm doing. Like most of the time people don't see kind of like the actions that I'm taking. I'm not really sharing. Like we share on Instagram here and there, like some of the things we do, but we probably document such as like we do document such a small percentage, but at the end of the day, being able to say like, you know, Hey, I did what I needed to do is like, in my opinion, one of the most important things. A lot of people are asking us how to boost your self-esteem, how to boost your confidence. And I always say that's literally one of the most important things. So just do it for yourself when no one's looking like that is the most important thing. So I'm really glad you brought that up for your quote today. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's really easy to look at like the sexy things, the hard workouts people do where they're sweating and all these different things. You're like, Oh man, this person looks so good because they work out so hard. And it's like, no, but it's, all often like you know it's even funny this one really intense guy used to be in prison you know he has these nice cars and uh i think i mentioned before but like he he said like a guy came up to him like and he's a fitness trainer guy came up to him with a hot dog and said man how do i get a car like you like how do you do that and he's like it's what i don't do man and the guy was like what and he's like i don't do that and he pointed the hot dog and not that you can never have a hot dog but very often too it's like what you're willing to say no to what you're willing to give up in order to do that higher level of action and like bridging into the thoughts even like you know jocko willink um you know he talks a lot about ownership and leadership and all these other amazing things he his big quote and his mantra is discipline equals freedom right and sometimes it sounds odd like the thought of discipline i know a lot of people have a hard time being in routine or feeling bogged down but very often like when you have discipline like you actually have way more freedom for instance if i lay out my clothes the night before and it's a disciplined act the next day i'm not spending a ton of time thinking about it if i get up at the same time every day i don't have to worry about when i set my alarm or how late i can sleep in or how late i can stay up so i can maximize my amount of sleep like it's funny how me thinking a level ahead gives me that advantage right and just the same too like if you have the static breakfast we talk about you have your high protein you know your calories you have your workouts pre-made like all these things are advantages and it's where it seems like kind of hard to do that thing and have that discipline but it gives you an advantage and another great motivational video i watched today he was just saying how people always say well it's hard having these habits it's hard getting up on time it's hard um going to the gym and he's like yeah well you have to choose your heart i'd rather those hearts it's also hard to be overweight it's hard to be sick it's hard to be bogged down with anxiety it's hard not to be you know living the life you want to live it's hard not being on a path right and if you have to choose your heart like very often the discipline can put that in there and that can kind of bridge that together and i just i loved everything about that and you know even another fun little quote adding on to it too like and it was just really powerful and um you know it was mentioned that it was really powerful because even tim ferris i was listening to his book tools of titans where he interviews a bunch of successful entrepreneurs athletes a bunch of different things and just you know picks their brain on what they believe made them successful and i can't remember which one it is so i apologize for that but they had mentioned that you know if you want to see more change uh you just got to be tougher just as simple as that like just be tougher on yourself and just become a tough person and what they meant by that is when you want to skip the gym just say i'm going to go i'm going to just do it i'm going to find my way through it and when you it's tough to 
say no to the dessert that's going around, say, no, I'm going to do this. And like big and small decisions, just making that attitude as silly and small as it sounds like very often say, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the tough thing. And I'm a tough person, right? Like even sometimes speaking in an affirmative way to say, I am this, or I will do this is a lot better than I want to, right? Like you can, if you do it out loud, as silly as it sounds, it really is empowering too. like when you say like, I am, I am fit, I am healthy, I eat great food, like it's inspiring just the same, right? And sometimes it's as simple as just being honest with yourself and saying no to those things, having that discipline. And like, that's why it, it all connects really quite nicely there. You know, what's funny is as Josh, um, yes, it was actually yesterday I was listening to, um, the exact video Josh was, um, referring back to just about like, you know, just choose your heart. And honestly, it was like one of the most motivational, like I was going to send it to him, but I just, I forgot and I knew he would see it as well. But yeah, like it's, uh, I believe it's from Motiversity. That's just like a really great YouTube page, like with 2 million subscribers with such great content. I'm like, man, like, you know, a lot of times, once again, you know, we're going to talk about burnout afterwards, but like, there's nothing wrong. Like just with having that habit of just like each day, like you see how fired up it gets as just for a couple minutes, um, you know, taking your time to listen to that stuff. It's just, it's crazy. Like we say a lot of times when people do stuff like this, like they're, complete trajectory of like where they could be if they start to go on a self-growth path is just absolutely insane and that brings me into one other thing that um uh, josh kind of you know was talking about that got me thinking is like you know and it's a quite a bit of an intense quote but um you know no one cares what you did yesterday and let me jump into it for a second because it's so easy to do something for a certain amount of time right as we were saying before you know just you know it's a beautiful day so you set all these amazing goals you know it's just like you're feeling 100 percent, right but you know even just um someone specifically would like send a, a meal prep photo right and say hey look at the meal prep i'm like that's awesome like i'm I'm genuinely really happy for you but then that's like the last time they meal prep right like i know a lot of times people will send photos like oh look you know i hit a squat pr or, hey i'm in the gym but like it really like it is great that you've built these habits and you've done these great things in the past but what really matters is that you continuously do it and you do it just going forward right you know the past is great you know once again that you've done all these great things but the biggest thing is just what happens going forward and what you do with all that stuff. You know, it's easy to meal prep for a week. It's easy to go to the grocery store. And by the way, hopefully uh, you enjoyed that Thursday episode where we talk about nutrition habits and tips and stuff like that. But once again, it's the things that keep happening over and over and over again, that's going to make the biggest difference in your journey, right? So I just wanted to talk about that today. 110%. And you know, that's why I even find too, like if you want to be an inspired person, we, we talk about how motivation comes and goes, but there's ways to kind of force yourself into it. You know, a few actions you can do immediately are, you know, if especially if you have long drives, I know it's really tempting to listen to music. I love music a ton, but even to me, just like having, you know, and I love the concept of like an average mind versus your phenomenal mind and keep trying to do the things that your phenomenal mind would do. Like if you had to be your best self, what would you do? And like, I'd be listening to motivational videos in the car or audiobooks or podcasts like this like you know it's every time like if you listen to like hopefully our podcast like you feel inspired you feel encouraged you feel hungry you feel that 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 drive and that fire to do more and that's a wonderful thing right like we can simulate motivation and kind of inject ourselves with it by making these great decisions like i make an effort to listen to a podcast and an audiobook each day to read each day to meditate to do some form of activity and it sounds like a lot but to me it's just me trying to live my best life like to eat nutritious food that makes me feel great to get a good sleep like it, it can be very overwhelming when there's a million things, but I'm sure listening to this, there's a lot of areas where you're doing absolutely fantastic, but there's areas also where you know you could do a little bit more and also understanding that 
there's nothing wrong with lovingly challenge yourself. I always have to lovingly challenge my clients and sometimes I'll have to call people out on things that are a little bit uncomfortable for them and offer positions where they can improve or things that they might oversee, you know, like where if every weekend we're just derailing off the plan, like, you know, how we need to tighten up there and make those changes to make sure we're seeing that continued progress. And sometimes with ourselves too, you got to ask yourself, where am I falling short of myself? Where do I know I could do better? And how can I change that and establish a schedule to make sure we do see that change? So even a, another crazy thing was Eric Thomas. I, I said this to a few clients because I thought it was just so amazing. Speaking of the average versus phenomenal mind, he's another great speaker. But he mentioned how he gets up at three every morning. So Dang. I think that's nuts. I don't know if that's necessary, but good on him. Like if it helps him do what he's got to do. Um, but he mentioned he gets up at three. One morning he woke up a little bit early, looked at the timer to see what it was, you know, like most of us do. Is 2.45. And he said his average mindset, come on, man. Eric, get back in bed. You know, you got 15 minutes here. And there's nothing wrong with 15 minutes, right? And then this is where it's funny, too, because sometimes me and Kyle will talk about li- really little things. But I really do believe how you do anything is how you do everything. Because he mentioned how he knows himself, too. If he goes back to bed for 15 minutes, he's sleeping to 6. You know, he's not doing the things he needs to do in the morning. He's not going to spend time with his family. He's going to miss meetings. He's not going to be able to go to the gym. And just by him entertaining that average mind, he's messing himself up. Whereas the phenomenal mind said, hey, Eric, you got 15 more minutes today to crush it. You woke up, you're energized, you're refreshed. I just thought that was awesome, right? And like, it's just one small example. But the more you can identify these things in your life, that's how you can become like a power player, right? You can learn these little avenues and tricks and tips to really just be your best self. And I just really love that. Um, and I really do love, you know, I try and do the motivational videos in the background. And same for me, you know, in the morning when I'm doing my work, I could do it full of distractions with music or funny videos in the back, or I can just listen to people just screaming motivation at me for an hour. And it's very clear and different, you know, the amount of work I get done as well as my energy and attitude towards the day when I do one or the other. So I entertain my phenomenal mind. You know, I kind of cut that off and I have that more as a treat for later. And you can see how I can become more productive through that. Yeah. So well said. And like, even just there's days where I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. You know, it just, we're, we're all humans. But then like you, you sit down, like I got my habits, I got my coffee, I put my water there and just, you know, kind of connect the monitor there, put it in the background. I'm like, man, this, okay, cool. Like this, this is pushing me, right? Like it's just, especially when you just listen to them. So obviously you could tell we're fans of that. But even um, uh, an audiobook I've listened to probably a couple times this year is like uh, how to get and stay motivated. But the other day he was saying one of his biggest things is like he says, like, listen to music to pump you up. But he did say that, like, what he'll do is he'll, you know, let's say if it's a 45 minute drive, he'll, let's say, do 35 minutes of learning and growth and stuff like that. And then the last five to 10 minutes, like music before getting into work or like, you know, that obviously pumps him up. But I think like that alone is like a great strategy. And I'll, I'll do that, too. Even when I'm driving to Josh's house, I'll start with, you know, he sent me a podcast to listen to. So I did that. And then the last couple of minutes just to kind of get me into the right mindset before the gym, put on some music. And I think there's definitely like there's so much time that you spend in your car like, you know, taking the, the, the bus or like whatever the situation is. And, uh, you can learn so much, like literally a university is worth just from listening to these audiobooks and podcasts. Now, one last thing, um, I just wanted to say that was on the top of my head. I came across it on Instagram was just pretty much it said, um, you know, from, uh, from a fellow named John Goodman, uh, he had said, if current trends continue, then by 2025, 50% of all Americans will be considered obese. And what I really liked is like that he had some like insights and kind of like tips and everything. And he said, we need to stop glorifying ridiculous exercise variations and extreme workouts on IG and focus on keeping it simple so that more people 
find exercise that they enjoy. And I just thought that was so powerful, right? Like just, you know, we're such fans of keeping it real. Like you guys will see, like there's sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to come up with this new thing for the podcast or for the Instagram and stuff like, and I'm never like none of us on our entire coaching team will just do do things or say things that we don't believe in like a lot of the things a lot of the principles for me personally are just you know going back to the basics like keeping it simple like and it's not the sexiest thing versus like someone who has one to two million followers on instagram like there's these pages out there that show different variations of a thing every single day and like just things get so confusing right so i just love the fact that he had mentioned like just keeping it like just simple for something that you can stick to and i think that's so powerful and a lot of people here who are just trying to program hop who are just who can't stick to something for more than a week you're trying to diet hop and i think honestly every single time i think it's going away and people are starting to realize you know it's just there's so many podcasts and instagrams and youtubes out there that are just constantly confusing it and i always say there's such thing as information overload which there 100 percent is so take these into consideration um, you know, keep listening to us, hire us. If you'd like, we can hundred percent change your journey. And we want to see every person in the best shape. Like a lot of people are saying right now that they're not confident. They're losing that self-esteem boost and we want to be able to help you. And, uh, that's what we're here. And that's our biggest mission for, uh, for fitness. Yeah. just stay focused, right? Like don't let yourself always get distracted by shiny object syndrome, right? Like when something's working, got to lean into it and have it keep working, right? Like I know it's so easy to, you not do that and try and just get tempted by these things and start swinging from the you know the <laughs> swinging from the chin up rack doing single arm hanging dumbbell curls because someone said it's gonna stimulate more fibers or something but like what's tried and true works for a reason right and like you know it's the boring stuff the people that do the boring stuff best get the best results time in and time yep. out i'm telling you like I, I wish if there's one thing people ask me, I could scream from the rooftops. Yeah. It's this. So just something I want everyone to be aware of. And I know we, uh, we spat some fire there today. So hopefully everyone takes it. And, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, like I want to improve. I need to be real with myself and ask yourself, are you getting distracted? You know, are you getting distracted from what's important? The basics. Um, all the time people say, Hey, I want to, I want to get fit like you. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? And they'll, I'll tell them what to do. And, They'll, they'll start doing it. They'll do great. And then they'll say, oh, I'm trying this, this, and this now. And then they go the other way. And I'm like, well, we got to go to those basics, right? Those those little things. It's so easy to overlook them because they seem trivial. But doing those little things and just to give examples of them, logging your food, getting to sleep on time, being consistent with your workouts, challenging yourself to lift more in your workouts. It's even funny. I was paying attention today at people at the gym and I noticed the people that were really fit we're using the rest times a little bit better. They maybe some of them were texting, but a lot of people were standing, a lot of people were walking around. One girl was kind of dancing in between sets and it was very intriguing. Whereas I saw some people, especially there's teen fitness at our gym. So there's like a lot of 13 year olds who are just getting started and they'll, they'll take 10, 15 minutes to text in between sets, right? Like doing TikTok and little things like that. So even like where are their holes in your games? Like, are you taking 10 minute breaks, you know, kind of just browsing social media and are you limiting your focus and intention in those workouts? Like maybe you got to stop that airplane mode. Like, be real with yourself and you will level up in your journey. And if you want results, you've never gone before. You got to do things you've never done before. And that's why we really do push this and we talk about it. So that's our fire for that today. Now we're going to jump into a client shout out. So this is someone who has crushed it. Someone who has seen amazing change. 
and just done absolutely fantastic. And the client shout out this week is my client, Jeremy. As you can see, what I love about this is this is a 90 day transformation. This is on our Instagram. This is the summer body you want. You can see before he was looking a little squishy. He was a little bit more pudgy than he wanted. He said he was working out five days a week. You know, he was eating good food. He was eating chicken breast. Nothing changed. I came in there and this is what can happen in 90 days. When you're focused, when you're dialed in, you'll be blown away. He's got a nice six pack, doesn't have to do laundry anymore at the machine. You can just do it right on his abs. He's good to go. He's good for beach season. And that really brings us into, you know, the end of the summer special. Summer is ending. It's no secret. It's August. But this is going to be the last summer special for this year. You know, this is where we bring a crazy deal and an opportunity for three people who know summer is ending, but they don't want the results to stop and they want to get their summer body now. They don't want to wait till next year. These aren't people who are putting it off. If you're one of these three people that is like, listen, I want to get a summer beach body ready now. I want to make these next 90 days the most impactful in my life and I want to level up. I want to go from good to great. I want to be like Jeremy here. I don't want to just be an okay version of myself, but I want to get to that level I've never been. And I want to do that through the guidance of, you know, optimizing my nutrition, optimizing my training, and, you know, just having a better attitude and understanding towards this. And what's so important is this isn't just a 90 day investment, right? This is an investment for the rest of your life because this is going to give you the foundation to do things correctly, right? I could chop, I forget the quote, but I could, you know, hack at my tree if I want to knock it down for probably 10 years with a stick. Nothing's going to happen. Whereas Kyle comes and he has an axe and he spends the first three hours sharpening it. It might just take a few good swings. And before you know, there you go, it comes knocking down. And it's the same with nutrition. Do you want to just hack away at it with all the wrong things, all the wrong effort and be frustrated? Or do you want to get the best source, the best ability to see your best transformation? So if this is you, DM us on Instagram summer special. There is only three spots available for this. So be quick. Our Instagram tag once again is at Colossus Fit. C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Trouble sleeping? If so, you're not alone. I'm Ashley Lambert, host of the Fairy Sleepy Podcast, where you fall asleep fast to short stories and meditations and delta wave music. You might not even make it through the entire episode before you drift off to sleep. Fairy Sleepy. Fall asleep fast. Good night. Awesome. We're super excited to help you out and uh, just uh, help you level up, not only for the next 90 days, but for the rest of your life. Awesome. Oh, the mail's here, I think. Let me go grab it. (laughs) I'm kidding. We're going to jump into the mail questions, which is going to be really excited. Both the dogs just freaked out. (laughs) I'm out here pranking our dogs while doing the podcast, I guess. So yeah, if you want to submit questions for this, you know, we love getting a ton of great questions. We've had a really, you know, a lot of them and we really like to address what's relevant, what we're really passionate about right now and what we think will help the most of you. You can uh, just ask us some on Instagram at Colossus Fit once again. Uh, You can follow us there. We're posting a ton of informative content like we'll just kind of do bait little topics like little podcasts on there which is really exciting and we run giveaways all the time so you know you can it literally is the place to be like we've really tried to make it just an awesome portal for just giving 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 because that's our whole thing you know we just want to help as many of you and have as many of you just be successful in your fitness health and happiness but if you got a question and you want to answer hit us up there at Colossus Fit but we're going to start with the first question we do have and that is how do you guys avoid burnout I've been feeling myself I haven't been feeling myself for a little while and I feel more tired and don't have the energy I used to. 
This is honestly such a good question. And, you know, I think we get it quite a bit. Um, just even just, you know, clients and everything like that will ask these types of questions. And that's what I love about my weekly check-ins is I can take a look at like their entire journey and be like, okay, here's what's going on. I know, you know, just so many different things. So I can give like very good personal feedback there. But, you know, just for a general standpoint, I'd say one of the biggest or one of my favorite quotes I came across in the past was if you're tired, you don't need to rest you need stuff you're excited about. And, you know, just, I know there will be some people who, you know, may not, like might kind of confuse them a little bit. Like what? Like, I just feel tired all the time. Maybe like, no, like I've, there's been times like I've felt so tired, so burnt out and I've gone for like, maybe like a run or I've like planned something like sport wise, like with some friends or like, you know, just whatever it is. And like, to for me personally, that helps so much. And I think a lot of times within our week, especially as we grow up and have, you know, responsibilities and, you know, just, like whatever the situation is like job stuff you know just uh, stressors external to jobs you know family stuff that quite often you may not have as many things that you're just like okay cool like this is like you know just think back to your teens when you had just all the freedom in the world where you're just like i get to do this 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 you know just playing crazy sports so i do believe that you know whatever your time looks like if you can find ways to just plan those things and that's why I always like love to plan because when I start my week um usually I'll do it on Sundays I'll put into my calendar I'll be able to sit down and be like okay you know here I've got volleyball Tuesday put this in you know got this going on here and then that will allow me to send some messages or like even just you know I put in paddle boarding and I'm really excited for that because I'm going to do that like early morning Friday like those types of things allow me to just no matter what and just have that little bit of excitement and just like kind of have that time to just like chill out and stuff like that so genuinely speaking I'd say that's one of my favorite things things. Um, the other thing would just be having some dedicated like me time, you know, just like, of course, yes, like you want to have things that you're looking forward to. But I do think that sometimes just being able to take that small break, taking a little bit of rest, like if there is something that's like causing the burnout, like being able to take a small break from that specific thing could also make you like, just like I always know when I take a break from something I come back craving it so much more so whatever that is for you um, obviously on your work you're not able to be like hey you know I'm not coming into work like you know but I do think that those are two of the biggest things that would definitely help um, a lot of people out for sure yeah I totally agree with what Kyle said there like you got to take care of yourself first you know I always do mention like the airplane if it's going down they always say you got to put your mask on so you can help other people uh it's just the same too like as a lifeguard I used to be a lifeguard and like they said if someone's drowning if I jump in there to save Kyle because he can't swim I'm kidding he can swim but if Kyle's out there you know I jump in I go to help him he's just gonna drag me down we're both gonna die like it does no one any favors like you gotta take care of yourself you gotta get like an actual thing to throw to him or whatever it may be and just the same with your like you can't expect to operate at your best level with your workouts with eating good with being motivated with being great at work being an awesome family person being there for your friends if you're not taking care of yourself and a lot of that does come back to that discipline right like I know I'll be a shell of myself if I'm not sleeping right and very often two people say well sleep's out of my control I can't get a good sleep and like I understand their exceptions, but nine out of 10 times, I don't think any of us do what we do need to do to get the deepest sleep ever. Like if I wanted to, like it's, it's not too hard. Like you'll do no screens like 90 minutes before bed. You'll really work to have an established sleep schedule. You'll limit caffeine till early in the day. You won't have any alcohol like eight hours before sleep. Uh, you'll read before you go to bed. You'll let yourself get tired. You'll be in that cool atmosphere. You'll do all these things, right? And like, if you do do that, it makes quite a big difference. You know, limiting caffeine intake. It's just, it's hard, right? Because there's these temptations. There's your phone. There's TV shows, there's all these different things, right? And that's where it can kind of mess you up. But you do have to have that understanding to say, I need to do this so I can operate my best that next day. And I find 
very often too like a lot of you know it's what i do do but as i mentioned it's what i don't do as well like i know i need to be taking care of that and sometimes too you gotta ask yourself am i like taking care of myself am i doing what i want if you're working crazy hours even some of my clients will say listen if we only get four to five workouts this week i know this is an extraordinary circumstance why don't you go book a massage for yourself or do something you enjoy like you know go to your nails or if you want to you know take one extra day off the gym just for your mental health to be at home with your family I understand that too. So you need to have that higher level uh, thinking and it is very situational because very often we can plan and still get all these workouts in, but there are exceptions, but having a reason with yourself and being honest with yourself can really help you avoid burnout. Things like deload weeks, all these different things go, you know, quite a long way, like understanding this journey and really just learning that, like learning to love the goal and the challenge of it. If you're just doing it as a temporary measure, you're going to burn out to it and you're going to hate it. Right. But if you continue to find ways to make it eventful, and this is where like having a coach is so great, is someone to push you and to help you see more and say, we've done this. Awesome. Now we're going to do this. I think where people struggle is they'll achieve a goal and then they'll get really kind of stuck on where to go from there. Like maybe you've lost weight and then it's like, what do I do? What, what, what are my calories going to be? What are my goals? or you wanted to bench a plate you've done that and you're like I don't know what to do now but by staying like kind of hungry and enthusiastic towards the journey it makes it that much more fun and I just think even knowing like how much humans are capable of and pushing limits and just trying to be better and trying to you know just make the most out of life goes such a long way and when you kind of have that attitude it's easier to be a little bit less burned out it's not to say it won't happen but at the end of the day if you're doing things to build yourself up and that's why it's fit healthy and happy you need to be happy with it as well and I find doing all of that can really help and you know even finding ways to make it exciting as kyle mentioned you know like sports and other activities and you know learning to cook good foods like it 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 can be really rewarding and satisfying too and you know even coming to find what you enjoy more maybe you love long walks you know do more of that like if you can mix the things you love with things that are actually healthy and good for you it's that much better like maybe you love a certain like i love chipotle sometimes too like but I'm still getting the healthy food I want. I am eating out. I'm scratching that itch. And it's like a win-win, right? So the more you can kind of approach it that way, I find the better it can be, you know, even, yeah. So it, it is a tough one. It's so situational, but that's what I do. Yeah. And I'd like, you know, I'm glad Josh brought it up, but I'd say even just like having that consistent morning routine above all, like I remember like when I used to be the most like just burnt out for everything I would argue that my morning routine was horrible I would wake up I'd hit the snooze button like I just you know I was always in a reactive state I didn't have that routine uh, that morning routine and then just the entire day just felt like I was just chasing everything and you know my room was a mess like just so many different things so you know now that I feel like no matter what happens I know recently I talked about the morning routine kind of feeling like you're putting your armor on for the day and I honestly feel like that I feel like just Mm -hmm. each thing that I do I'm just like okay boom, boom, boom. So no matter what happens, it's just like, you know, I feel like I have that time to myself, like the 60 to 90 minutes or, you know, whatever. Sometimes I'll shorten it a bit. If I'm going to go do a run, I'll kind of do less meditation, less whatever, and spend some time thinking while I'm out there. But, you know, once again, I think that's where a lot of people struggle. I know I like that Josh always, you know, um, he, he loves the analogy of just like taking care of yourself first. But I feel like when you have that, like, it's just, it's so hard to feel like that, I guess you could say burnout because it's just, it's a, it's your time. And that's why I'd really like being able to set your time and being consistent with that. And like one last thing I was going to say is find a balance between doing like too much, but too little. So like, I think a lot of times if I have nothing in my calendar, nothing planned, like I honestly, I exercise every day, honestly, about two times a day. And that's just what I love doing. If I don't have any of that, I find that sometimes I just feel like, ah, you know, there's not a whole lot going on. But then at the same time, when I used to run around from one thing to the other and just didn't even have a second to breathe, I felt a little 
little too much. So it's it's really also knowing what works best for you. So that's a very good question, but being able to like understand what's going on and what you react to best is definitely the best uh, scenario for this. Being in control feels phenomenal yeah. too, right? Like even if you consider being on time for something as like a, kind of a comparison to life, uh, when you're like showing up late or you feel like you're behind, you feel horrible, you're stressed, you're not in control, you feel guilty, all these different things are happening, right? But when you're early, you got a little extra time to stretch your legs, do all these things. And like Kyle said, having that armor and like approaching your life as you being in control of it can really help quite a lot with, you know, feeling burnout and being honest with your workload, I think is important. But, you know, very often too, I find it's not that people are overwhelmed, it's that they're overwhelmed doing the wrong things. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe you're doing two hours of TikTok. Like I get it, you're human. But these are things you need to ask yourself, like, is psychologically this best for me? Is this getting in the way of me getting to the gym or doing the things that will help me? Right. So I think sometimes, too, as I mentioned, you know, having that real talk with yourself and really being critical and analyzing your own time, like, you know, a great exercise, really hard to do. But if you account every second of what you do for three days, you will be amazed. Like if you literally just have a notepad or whatever and you know, you say from this time to this time I did this and you tally up, you know, where you spent the most of your time, it can be quite shocking and surprising. And I forget where this exercise is from, but it can be really powerful too. And if you are feeling burnout, like maybe you do have to analyze and say, Hey, I am doing too much. There's been a few people I've said, you know, clients that are just so touring as they're working 70 hours a week. And I'm like, well, is this something you need to be doing right now? Like, can maybe this be changed? And, you know, even maybe you do need to work 70 hours a week to live your current lifestyle, but it's like, could I cut some luxuries and maybe work a little bit less to have better mental health for it, right? And like, there's always ways of kind of bridging this and approaching this. And this is where it is tough and it is so personal and we're kind of trying to give general advice, but I do hope that was helpful and that was an excellent question. Yeah, very good, great tips. All right, number two. So I try to do a cheat meal every Sunday, but it leaves me feeling groggy and crappy going into Monday. But The Rock really recommends doing this. Do you have any thoughts or advice on this? Don't copy The Rock for... No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I like his. Rock's got the sauce. So. I, I like his mindset, but like, yeah, you got to really be careful. With just you know stuff like that, especially influencers and whatnot. But yeah, like just I mean, cheat meals. Like I don't know. I just I don't love the word cheat, and uh, I just I don't think it's the best approach. Like we follow a flexible dieting approach where hey, you want to have an ice cream cone? Cool, fit that in. But I just think a lot of times, once again, even just cheat meals will turn to cheat days, and then cheat days will turn into cheat weekends, which may even turn into a cheat week depending on you know kind of the mindset that you have but i think a lot of people are all or nothing so that's why you know it it doesn't end up working too well but yeah we follow flexible dieting you know if you want to be able to fit something in cool but i definitely personally just think that you know if you want to be able to incorporate something in that's the best way to approach it but you know just having the that mindset of just like oh i'm going to be cheating i'm going to just you know say screw it to my diet and not care and just you know that mindset is just isn't the most ideal thing obviously you're going to be having way more calories than you ever would um therefore just feeling lethargic and crappy and you know we all have had that feeling where we just regret something afterwards and for me personally i hate this feeling so like i refuse to let myself get there Um, i'd rather just take care of myself and if i want something i find a way to make it work and that's the best way to do it have you ever felt overwhelmed trying to come up with another content idea maybe you have like two really good ideas that you're excited about and then it's crickets. 
Hi, I'm Crystal Prophet, host of the Prophet Podcast, where we help you create content with confidence. Whether it's a podcast, a YouTube channel, or a repurposing strategy to make your life easier, we help you create content that you are proud to put out into the world. So make sure that you listen to the Prophet Podcast wherever you get your podcast. I, I really love how Kyle said, you know, the term cheat. Like, does anyone feel good saying they cheated on something? No. Yeah. Like, it's no, like, not at all. Right. And, like, even to have the attitude of, like, it's like a really bad, in my opinion, mindset to reward yourself for doing good, to cheat on it, to do bad, to just reset that cycle. Instead, like, you know, and it, it's a tough life to live. Like, if, especially as I mentioned, people hate feeling pigeon held, right? Or bogged down. And if you're like being so perfect that you can be so imperfect one day and be bloated and feel horrible and feel regretful and feel gross, like that's just not the attitude. Like instead, work it in. That's why we believe, I really firmly believe in the 80-20 rule. And you'll say, okay, well, for the rest of your life, you're only gonna have 80-20. If you're consciously making a decision to go over, I think that's fine. We always use the analogy of the sister's wedding, right? If sister's wedding and you wanna have a great time, you wanna be intentional and that day you understand it might put you a few days or weeks back in your diet whatever probably not weeks but if you do anyways you get the point that's a healthy decision to make enjoy that food enjoy that experience to just sit at home and like pound down everything you can think of because it's a cheat day it's like you can see how like psychologically that's a kind of ridiculous notion it's not going to be a successful attitude like is this the kind of mentality you want to have for the rest of your life like i just i think it's very dangerous and like this is how i think people become uh, really establish unhealthy relationships with food because it is such like cue and reward and it's full intensity and then total lack of control. Like it just promotes really, really bad psychology towards it. And that's why 80, 20, you can work in those fun foods. You can 99% of the time you can make it work. Like even weddings, like I always know, like you can usually you're getting pretty good options. You can control, you know, like whatever, how many drinks you wanted to have. You can control how much you had earlier in the day. Like you can still be successful with it. And then the odd times you have a really great experience. You can be intentional and have that understanding. And it's just a way better attitude because if you work all week to lose three pounds, you have a cheat meal, you gain three pounds back in this vicious cycle of no progress, working so hard to undo it in a day and feel no results. So I feel pretty passionate passionately about this and I always tell people too like and you know having that conscious decision like I have clients that say hey I'm seeing friends I haven't seen in two years we're going to the best steakhouse in the city I've saved up money for this like I'm thinking I'm going to go 600 calories over but I'm making I'm going to do this in the morning I'm going to you know try and have a lot of protein at lunch and I'm only going to have three of these things I've already looked up the menu I'm like, awesome. This is an attitude of someone who's going to stay fit, healthy, and happy and do this for the rest of their life. And they're not feeling no guilt about it either. They feel control. And like, it's so different than just being at home. Like if you look at the definition, like people mentioned binge eating, but binge eating is people who are just without control, eating everything in sight, like all the crackers, the cheese, the, you know, just random piece of bread. Like they just lose that control. And what opinion like listening to this where do you think someone's going to be more inclined to go that way if they're having a cheat meal where they can just eat whatever and do all that stuff or someone who's just learning to have a healthy relationship with food understand that they can have sweets they can have delicious meals like to me it's kind of a no-brainer and that's why we're pretty passionate on that one yeah like yesterday i fit in uh, 130 calories at like a malona bar like it's a south korean uh just you know little 
uh, popsicle type thing. And just like for me personally, that, that just, that was, that was awesome. Like that was a small percentage, probably like, you know, I don't know, three to 5% of my day or whatever it was, but you know, uh, I'd have to do the math there. But like, regardless for me personally, being able to do something like that versus having to say, I'll wait till Sunday, I'll wait till Sunday, I'll wait till Sunday. Once Sunday hits and I'm speaking from experience, cause I used to do this. Holy, like it just, it was bad. And that's where a lot of people do struggle is just that mindset. A lot of it comes down to just like the psychology of things. And that's why we need to be able to find ways to just make it work. I knew I was going to have it. I knew I was going to crave one. I just, I know myself. And once again, just knowing yourself, like, you know, just you're in your own body, like, you know yourself so well. And I think a lot of times people don't really take that time to get to know themselves. They're so focused on everything else, but I'm like, man, I know everything about my habits. I know exactly how I feel at this current moment when I want this, how I do this. And I think that's so important. So I'm, I'm glad that, uh, you know, we shared this today and I hope this helped someone as well. Yeah. Awesome question, by the way, like we really, we try to explain, you know, kind of our logic behind it. And, you know, we've had the experience of working with a ton of people doing it personally. And like, you know, that's where that really comes a long way. And that's why when we, we say this, we mean this, right. And we've worked really hard to establish a formula that is successful. And that's why we have that 98 point percent success rate with our coaching clients and over 2000 transformations. Like we've worked so hard to make this as effective as possible. So if you want that best transformation and you haven't messaged us yes uh, about the summer special, this is the chance to do it. DM summer special to us on Instagram at Colossus fit, but we're going to jump into the final question for today. And that is that my muscles aren't as sore as they used to be is this a bad thing? So I'll jump into this. So first and foremost, soreness is not progression. So at what it is when you're sore is inflammation, right? So a great example, you know, as personal, I used to be a personal trainer. So easy. If I want to make someone sore, I'll make them do a bunch of stuff they've never done. I'll control their temples. I'll basically just throw them off, right? It's a great example too of like, if you're used to walking whatever distance each day and one day you walk a ton, everything's so sore. You're like, what the heck? I walk every day. How is this? It's just because you're not used to it, right? You're going to be more inflamed because they're going through more of a workload or they're going through a different workload. So the goal is not to be sore every day because if you're sore every day, you're probably just changing workouts around for no reason. Instead, you want to get strong in those motions. You want to get excellent in those motions. Like, I'll get a little bit of soreness at this point, but not a ton. But usually when I start a new program and I'm doing new movements, I'll get crazy sore. And that's kind of the way it goes. So what soreness is better at indicating is whether you're working the right muscles. If you're doing squats and your back's killing you, you're probably not, you know, have the right mechanism of soreness. You should probably be feeling more of that in your legs. And that's where that can be a good tool is it can kind of indicate, you know, am I having the right contractions? Am I having the right focus? And that's where it can be a good bonus, you know, instead like kind of go to make sure you're pumping the right muscles up, that you're feeling it, that you're intentional, that you're getting stronger. Those are more of the things I personally decide to control because soreness also is very out of our control. I'm sure we've all done craziest workouts of our life and being felt nothing. Does that negate from the amount of effort and work I put in that workout? Not at all. It's just the way my body responded. And, you know, you can also become more sore when you're in a worse state to be training. If you're sleep deprived, if you're not hydrated, if you're not well fed, these can all impact that as well. So lots of considerations here. Yeah, I would say there's two very common mistakes is like, I'd say we have to just stop chasing soreness um, and stop chasing the pump. 
You know, I know there's like those two things. I think a lot of times people are just so focused on like, okay, I got to get sore. I got to get just the most pumped up as possible. But I'd argue that those really aren't indicators of progress. Um, yeah, they, well, I wouldn't argue. I would 100% say that they definitely aren't indicators of progress. So, you know, just focusing on everything that we talk about on the podcast, you know, making sure your strength is progression, make sure you're following a good solid routine. Like just, you know, if you can give yourself that check mark, hey, you know, I'm following the RIR, which is reps and reserve, you know, I'm doing everything I need to. Cool. That's awesome. But whether you're sore tomorrow or not, you know, and you know, just the one big thing is make sure you are challenging yourself with the weights, like, you know, just each time push yourself um, safely, of course, but I would say definitely, yeah, soreness, Josh answered that so well there. So I'm not going to expand too much more there. Absolutely. Okay. A banger of an episode today. We really do hope everyone enjoyed it and, uh, you know, lots to digest here. So there's never any shame at, you know, re-listening to episodes or, you know, firing up an old one and all these different things. Uh, we do have show notes too, if you kind of want little, uh, you know, brief, uh, reminders as to what we talked today, but we do really appreciate everyone, uh, you know, talking or listening with us today, being here through this episode, leveling up, investing in yourself by listening to an amazing podcast on fitness, health, and happiness. If you want to thank us as well, an awesome way to do that is to go ahead and just leave us a review. You can review on Spotify or iTunes. They make me and Kyle smile so much. Uh, you know, it's awesome to have over 1,100 reviews on Spotify now. Y'all are just the best. So thank you to everyone who did it. And thank you in advance to everyone who's going to take two seconds out of their day to do it now. You are the MVPs and you keep us going.